It's show time. Good evening, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome once again to another edition of Off the Chain. And I'm your boy, your host, David, a.k.a. Divorce. And boy, do I have a show for you tonight. But as always, we're going to open this show up as normally. First and foremost, I'm going to give thanks to the one who make it possible for me to keep moving. My Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Secondly, I'm going to give thanks to my better half, my wife, my companion, the one that pushes me. And last, but not least, to the all the chain to you guys the number one fans in America as far as I'm concerned the guys that with the overwhelming support man I thank you guys I love you and I appreciate your attention and that's what keeps me doing what I do. And boy, do I have a show for you tonight. But I'm not gonna overstep and open the doors to the off the chain crew to the newcomers. If you're new to our show, scrap on. We're gonna take you for a ride. We, we don't have any guarantees. We major in nothing but truth. But I got three guarantees you'll get off out of off the chain. You will be informed. You will be entertained. And make no mistake about it, I will get off the chain before the day is over with. So, with that being said, Let's get down to the business at hand today. It's, it's, it's a great day. To, I'm coming at you today on Memorial Day. And Memorial Day has a, a personal meaning to me personally as being a veteran. I come from a family that has a, a long list of African-Americans from my uncles to my aunts have a sibling that served to my cousins. And I guess I come from a family that we we got, we bought into the black man paying our dues as far as America is concerned. But we're gonna talk about that. Today's topic, hold on to your wigs. Is gonna, we're going to talk about the black veterans in America, the history of the black veterans, because 
it's a lot to it that is untold and unspoken that even the government already know about it. So we're gonna, we're gonna talk about these brothers today on Off The Chain and make no mistake about it. We're gonna get off the chain with it. Make no mistake about it. So first of all, I was looking at this report that was published and it was published on November the 27th, 2016. And it was entitled Lynching in America. It was a new report. And it was ironically, when I looked at the date of it, that it was, it come in the day, though, the year that Trump was elected president. So what this was, it was a report, and the name of the report is basically the lynching in America. And what it was directed upon, it was directed upon, see, the government keeps statistics of everything. It was directed upon keeping statistics of how many black brothers and sisters that was killed in a period of time after they had went off to war and came home. Now, what it was called, it, it was in the week after President Trump election that this first appeared. And it was called the Equal Justice Initiative of Montgomery, Alabama. It was a 55-page report, and it was it was titled "Lynching in America," and it was a survey that these cats had taken of American racial violence and terror between 1877 and 1950. And the way that they gathered this information, now y'all gotta ride with me on this one today. The way they come up with this information, they gathered it through old small town newspapers. They went into the court archives and they interviewed the local historians, the people that have been in the in the cities, in the towns for the longest. And they even interviewed the uh, victims of the descendants across the South. So when lynching of America got finished during their interviews and talking to everyone, and it was sort of like a census they tallied, or they counted, they say they counted 4,075 lynchings. And, and just like they always give us false numbers, they said that was at least 800 more 
than what was previously reported. So, let's go back over this again. So y'all saying, y'all done home, 4,000 veterans, 4,075 veterans that have went off, didn't get killed by the enemy on foreign soil, but made it back home only to be lynched. Wow. But let's go on. Let's see what else the black veterans get when we go to war and pay for it. So the new report went on and they they keep statistics. Why why they know what's happening? So they said they wanted to see how many black veterans was actually being targeted. And so they let it go on. I guess it's research. And they said it concludes that during that period, that at the end of the, the study, they found that the black veteran was experiencing violence and he was racially targeted more than any other person at that time during that period of time. So they said it was more likely if you served in the military and if you went off and you made it and you came back home, you were more likely to be murdered or assaulted once you got back home. Now, that was a a federal government report coming up out of Montgomery, Alabama. But this idea handled that. So, when when Trump became president, in the aftermath of Trump's victory, it it was irrelevant. (laughs) After he won, that report was unlikely. Like lynching in the new report, which and you can get this report. This report, this report is available online. Lynching in America. It was compiled by a group of attorney EJI attorneys and research. And and these are the type of guys. They got an organization and they basically. It's a law firm that basically challenge illegal convictions, unfair sentences, prison abuse, and you know, all of those things that we as African American and dark and brown people are gonna go to. And it's supposed to be a nonprofit organization. So everyone that overlooked the fact that the black veteran for putting our life on the line, when they came home, their brothers was home. They was lynched. Over 4,000 veterans was lynched. That's the told story. And we do so much in this country to celebrate. Now, let me show you how this thing works and why it's like it is. We do so much in this country to celebrate and honor folks 
who risked their lives on the battlefield. But we don't remember that black veterans were more likely to be attacked for their service than honored for it. They don't want to talk about that part. To be a soldier, now I'm a soldier, and I'm gonna explain to you what the difference is and why they had a hard problem with a black soldier. And I'm not gonna tell you what I heard, I'm gonna tell you what I know because I am a, a veteran. This is what a soldier is. To be a soldier is due. You're gonna receive training and weapons. You're gonna get weapon training. You're gonna receive training and organization. They're gonna teach you how to do that. You're gonna receive training and tactics. They're gonna teach you that. You're gonna receive training and the skills of self-absertion. You're gonna know how to, how to impose yourself in a situation. You're gonna get that in any training or AI to your basic training as being a soldier. Now, now once you go through that, it's something else. It's something else that you get. Once you become a soldier, it is also to lay claim to the reverence, the reverence that America has set aside for the former warriors. See, when you go to war for America, they and they set something aside for you. That's why veterans had those benefits. Everybody say, okay, you're a veteran. But once you go through those training and you go through the, the, the military course or tour, you are supposed to, now this is the way it is supposed to be. It is to lay claim to the rebels America has set aside for its former warriors. Now, it is for that reason, when we return home after war, it infiltrates, it 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 and it terrifies white America, setting the stage for reactionary aggression. And the reason that they are terrified because they saying, and a lot of them didn't even go off the war. No, they ain't had it hard. They stayed home. Send the black man out, but the black man go off the war, come back home, and instead, you said you mad because he made it back. Now, I'm, I'm getting you a rundown on how this thing went down. I'm gonna try to keep it as brief as I can remember it. Now, when the Civil War broke out, they started out, the Union, they was reluctant to let black soldiers fight at all. And the reason was that the white soldiers' morale would go down. 
and the respect that the black soldiers would feel they was entitled to after the war. And that's what it was all about. After you go to war, we are all entitled to something as soldiers, whether we are black or white. But as the system has had made it a pattern of doom, they show the black man one thing, and when he come back, they change the rules on him. They switch the paperwork. You know, they make it difficult, or they put a roadblock in front of you. And that's the way it's been, I guess, since we've been black. So, but anyway, when the war broke out, they, were, they didn't want the blacks to fight at all. Now, by the war end, almost 200,000 black men had enlisted. And they know this is widely known today. Thanks to the large part of works like the 1989 film, Glory, with Denzel Washington and them guys. But, unfortunately, they, they still haven't given the black soldiers their props. In 1877, after the reconstruction, and then, let me tell you this story I heard. They said it was black veterans living in the South. They became the target of the whites mostly. And there's one story that they told. They used to spread rumors because they knew that those guys had the military training. There would, there would be rumors of black soldiers assaulting the white police. So that set them up for the, they prohibit black people from having weapons. They started that one. They said, well, since they, if you've been to war, if they were veterans, they, they are not allowed to have wars. They are not allowed to have any guns in the house. Now, compared to the white guys who hadn't been to war, but they could have goods, <laughs> you know, what kind of child is that? You to tell me I'm trained with the weapon. I can't have one. But a guy that's just been on the farm, y'all say it's all right for Billy to have one. That's what we as black veterans, the history of black veterans. So, and there was, they were not only that, there was former soldiers that they talked about. They was assaulted, driven from their home, and in the most extreme cases that I heard, targeting a black veteran, they said trace it to a trend in a coldly objective prose. Um, they talked about a place in that Brownstone, Nelson County. It's a place in Kentucky. They say where a mob, they say they brutally lynched a United States colored troop veteran. And, and they did the brother dirty. They didn't just take you to the tree. They talking about the mob stripped him of his clothes. They beat him. And then 
they cut off my man family jewels. And then they didn't stop down. Now, I'm gonna tell you how cold they was to a soldier. I even after they stripped him out of his clothes, even after they beat him down, even after they cut off his family jewels, they tell the story that the man was forced to run a half a mile to a bridge outside of town where he was shot and killed. That's the, that's the reward of a veteran in 1877. Let's fast forward. They say when the First World War broke out, they debated about signing up to fight for a country that, that functionally denied them full, full citizenship. Black people said, why should we be signing up to fight and we coming home, we, can't, we ain't even got citizenship. So it was W.E. the divorce that talked them in to enlist into a segregated army. It was W.E.B. divorce. He talked then over 380,000 black men. And they was hoping to increase their standards as black people in the home front and in the community. But uh, as times, as, as the end of it ended up, a lot of them died at war. A lot of them came home. And the descendants of the veterans today, I was just looking at a report a couple of months ago where they attacked the post sergeant, sprayed him in the face. You know, we... So I guess the way I would sum this up, I'm not gonna rant, I'm not gonna rave, but the way I would basically summarize it up is that the history of the black military veteran is tragically forgotten. And the stories that I just ran across is only one or two a million. I'm not saying that, I guess over the years, the question has never been whether or not the African or the African American will fight for this country. That has never been the, the question because we have always fought. I guess the only question that confuses a lot of people that they would probably ask to ask would be, why? Why are they fighting? Hey, that's my show for today, man. I, I appreciate your time. I love you. Thank you for your support. Promise to bring you a better show tomorrow. And my hats off to all African-American veterans across the world and to all veterans. And second and last but not least to my number one fans, y'all guys know how we end the show. Stick to your dreams, shoot for the moon. And if you miss it, just hang on to the stars. See you tomorrow.
Peace.